Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. What up, bitches? Welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I am Francesca Amber, your host with the most crashing realisation that the feng shui in my goddamn home is probably fucking up my life. Yes, I have realised that the things that affect like fun, adventure, um, relationships, they're all fucked, man. They're fucked, but we're going to get into it. It's all about mapping out your home. So I asked on Instagram the other day if you would be interested in having another feng shui episode um, and how to use the ancient art of feng shui to um, to use for manifesting in your life. And the answer was a resounding yes, please. Because when I did that episode, so many of you sent me pictures of your 
front door glow ups like you were fucking loving your lives and putting all of the shit on your front door and putting the the coins in the envelope under the doormat and all that stuff and I loved to see it so today I'm going to do a second part of that but this is not just going to be about your front door it is going to be about your entire home and using the bagua so look up feng shui bagua b-a-g-u-a we don't know if I'm saying it right or not probably not it is applied to your home or it can be applied to your room. It can be applied to anything and it maps out all the different sections of your life for each room and for your entire house in general as well. So you can really quickly and easily see when I'm saying like the love and relationships corner or the wealth corner or the health corner, you can see which area of your room or your home that that would be. So feng shui quite literally means wind and water respectively. And it symbolizes the natural flow of energy. So we need both of those things for energy to flow. And this is why I love Feng Shui as well. And I think it goes hand in hand so well with the law of attraction and manifesting is because it is all about that invisible um, force, which is energy. So we use this whether we are doing tapping on the meridian lines in our body or whether we're using Feng Shui to control the energy in our house or manifesting to control the energy that comes in and out of our lives. So I found an amazing website and a guy that wrote a book called, uh, I think it's called Feng Shui Mapping Your Life or something by Salvatore Manzi. And he believes that clearing obstacles that weigh you down and redesigning your space to align with your intentions will propel you towards your dream goddamn life. And who doesn't want to be propelled towards their dream life? I certainly do. So he is a master in feng shui mapping and this will actually turn your home or your space, no matter if that's your office or if you just have a bedroom within a house, whatever it may be, it will turn your home, your space into a 3D living vision board. So our spaces are so important to who we are and how we live our lives. This is not up for debate. I mean, it is widely accepted that our environments massively, massively impact our day-to-day lives. So many things are up for debate. Is Boris Johnson going to go to jail? Is Russell Brown going to become prime minister? We don't know. But one thing we do know is that your space massively affects your day-to-day life and where you're headed in life. So your space is a reflection of who you are. And that's why we feel so unhappy when it does not reflect who we truly are. So when I moved into my shitty little granny house, like two years ago, whenever it was now, it made me really unhappy every day because I'd wake up every day and be living out my life in a space. And let's remember our home is a backdrop to our life. If it was a movie or whatever the phrase is, And I would just see these fucking Artex ceilings and these fucking brown carpets. And I would just be like, this ain't my life. This ain't who I am. And it really caused a disbalance in me. But this is also why some people feel incredibly uncomfortable in very grand surroundings. We all know people that don't feel comfortable going into a designer store or they don't feel comfortable. Um, They say that this is the reason why they make the houses of parliament. Like they make it um, the decor to reflect like, Eton and public schools because they only want a certain person to feel comfortable there and they want other people to feel like oh this is not me and this is also why we get so angry like what is one of the biggest arguments you can have with your partner is when you first live with a boy and you're like oh lord I didn't realize I just became a mother to another person like you have to clear up after them and they maybe leave their shit everywhere and they leave their clothes on the floor 
or even when you and your partner one may be messy and one may not but also when your partner just wants different decor to you maybe you know my ex-husband ugh, he used to just love everything white everything white which I don't mind white walls but then everything else was like black like a black and silver chrome table it was very bachelorette very, no wait that's a woman bachelor it's very, it's very bachelor pad and it was so cold and so hard and so it wasn't warm at all and we had really really differing um decor styles and it kind of resulted in really no one being happy like I was never really happy because I couldn't have my calf kits and fucking wallpaper or whatever it was I wanted at the time and he wasn't happy because I probably had a little bit more stuff than he would have liked so I can completely understand why couples or people that live together have huge arguments about this You can understand why when someone is living in an environment that is not really reflecting who they are, why they get so unhappy. So your space is reminding you every single day about yourself and who you are as a person. It is the biggest thing you will probably ever buy. Or if you rent, it's probably your biggest expense every month. It is where you live. It's supposed to be your sanctuary from the world. But also it does tell you stories about yourself. You know, do you have your achievements out? Do you have like your graduation picture or do your parents have your graduation picture on the wall? Like, do do you have pictures of you? You know, whenever I watch, um, what's that fucking thing on Channel 5 that I fucking love? What is it called? Rich House, Poor House. I love Rich House, Poor House. And whenever you go to one of the rich houses and someone's got a very, very like illustrious career, you always see pictures out of them, like shaking hands with Oprah or out with the prime minister. Do you know what I mean? Like they have pictures out of that because that is a story that you're reminding yourself is I am this successful person this is my business these are the people of influence that I am around um maybe you have photos out of amazing memories you could have photos of your travels so my friend Emily she used to live in this house that had this downstairs bathroom and she had printed all of her travel pictures but like in a Polaroid style and then she'd written on the bottom of each Polaroid where it was but let me tell you she'd covered this bathroom from head to toe like wallpaper I loved it so every time she went into this bathroom and also people that visited her house it was like reinforcing this thing of you know this girl is well traveled she's had fun in her life she's you know done all these things these things in your home are telling a story about you not just once but every single day also do you have like gifts and cards from friends out that tells a story that you have a rich and full and varied network of friends and family my friend Andrea one thing I always used to love about going to her house is she would have this like like almost like I want to say like a pin board but that sounds very 1992 but it wasn't a pin board but she maybe it was on her fridge I don't remember but she always had like thank you cards from friends and will you be my bridesmaid cards and pictures of her nephews and nieces and she just always had or like baby shower invitations or you know like when you get a card with a picture of a baby on when it's been born and she always had lots of these out and some of them were old like she would just keep them out and it was like an almost like a shrine to her friends and family and I always really really liked that so remember that what is in your home is a daily reminder of who you are. You are telling yourself the story daily of who you are. It could be that you are successful, that you are rich, that you are loved, that you are whatever you goddamn want to be. I recently went and had family portraits done with the girls, but not like naff ones. Well, you might disagree with me. You might think they're a bit naff, but I really like beautiful, like huge dresses, dynasty style. And I'm getting the lady to 
make one of them really light and creamy and like very neutral toned and I'm going to have that shit blown up and in a big framed picture on my wall in my house because it's like that is my reason for why I get up in the morning it's the reason for why I work so hard it's the reason for everything is like look at this beautiful family this is what I do it for my three daughters so make sure number one that you have things out that tell the story of who you are. Not only are these just pictures, they could also be, or like your achievements, whatever. These could also be items that you've bought from around the world. You might have something that reminds you of a place that you were when you you know, you got this particular item. So you could have items you've bought on your travels. You could have items that a friend has bought for you that you love because it reminds you of that friend. So the goal of using feng shui in your home to manifest the life of your dreams is to energize your space. And these are the three kind of basic areas that we're going to be focusing on today. And that is your career. So your career area not only has a corner according to the bagua, but it is the entrance to your home. So the entrance to your home, your hallway, your front door, all that kind of jazz, that is where you are focusing on your career. So it's very, very important that you make this very inviting and very clear. So you don't want any fucking clutter in your hallway. You don't want to have a dirty front door. You want to keep your front door clean. You want to have things that will attract energy in. I have wind chimes, a doormat with um, a red envelope underneath with money in, although my cleaner keeps taking it out and I think she thinks I've like dropped seven pounds and I haven't. It's there intentionally. Um, I also have a framed 50 pound note. That's the first thing you see when you come through the front door. Do people think I'm weird? Probably. Do I care? Certainly not. And there are many things you can do. If you haven't listened to my old episode about um, feng shui and your front door for success, go back and listen to that because that has all that kind of shit on there. Number two is your bedroom. Now, this is the key area in your home for relationships. And this is where I had the fuck me moment where I was like, oh, Lord, like if I look at my career areas, my wealth areas, all these things, everything's going well, like family, all that kind of stuff. When I looked at bedroom and where you sleep and that relates to your relationships, I was like, fuck me. Oh, Lord, I'm literally sleeping on a single mattress on a five-year-old's floor using a fucking unicorn as a pillow because she steals my pillow all the time. So is it any goddamn wonder that your girl is single as a goddamn Pringle? No, because I have nowhere that is just mine as a calm, relaxing area, which is why I'm looking to move sooner than I thought. Because I have no, like, honestly, when I look at these areas, and maybe when you look in your home as well, you'll be like, oh my God, this totally makes sense. Like this area, I'm totally cool. And this area, I'm fucked. So anyway, the bedroom is your relationship area. It's really important to have no stale energy and that means nothing under your bed. Really important to have nothing under your bed because it stops the flow of energy. And it's also important to have as many pairings as possible. So two bedside tables, two lamps, like you shouldn't have just one, two vases of flowers, um, two pillows, two, you know, you could have an artwork that was like two hearts or something. Um, 
not only is this to attract relationships into your life, like good relationships, but it's also for your own balance of masculine and feminine. And God knows my house is very feminine. So that is something that I don't need to do these things and worry that it's going to attract like a man into my life instantly. Um, it is also for your own balance. But also it's really important to have no TV and actually as few electronic equipment um, items as possible in your bedroom. No desks, no chairs, no exercise equipment, no shit like that. And number three, the third area to focus on is health. And that is the kitchen. The kitchen is your health area. And the most important thing in this area is that everything is all clean and in good working order. So if anything is broken, if anything is cluttered up, if anything is dirty, clean that shit up and get it moving. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you. Like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. So something interesting I saw was to create inspiration points throughout your home. What is the first thing that you see when you walk into that room? And is that thing a visual clue to where your energy is going? You can easily reset the energy of the room by creating an inspiration point. So, for example, um, when you wake up first thing in the morning, it should be really important to see something straight away that is beautiful. To wake up, open your eyes and be like, ah, oh. now I can't remember when I was talking about this. It's probably on my Patreon, but I don't want to repeat myself. But when I used to live with my mum, like when I was a teenager, every morning I'd wake up and I used to see the neighbour's roof of their house and for some reason when the the sky was blue in sunny old Essex and I would see this red roof I just felt like I was in Spain like I just felt like I was abroad somewhere and I used to wake up and be like this is fucking delightful also when I first moved to Lincolnshire we used to live somewhere called Burton Waters which is like a private gated community really lovely but everyone's an alcoholic and I fuck my neighbour so I can't really go back there but there I used to wake up and look out my window and be like oh my god God, like, do you know what? I'm going to put a picture of Burton Waters on my Instagram so you can all see it. Fran, note to self, do this on Friday. <laughs> I will remember. If I, do, if I forget, someone ask me. I'm going to put some pictures of Burton Waters and you'll be like, there's no way this is in England. There's no fucking way. My house used to look out over a little island with two trees on it and then there would be like geese in the garden there was water in the garden and then you'd see all these beautiful houses it was fucking beautiful now I wake up and I'm looking at a full Paw Patrol set of toys by my feet and a full LOL doll set up fucking by my face like I am sleeping in a toddler's bedroom she's not a toddler she's five I'm sleeping in a five-year-old's bedroom and that ain't good for my energy. It's not good, okay? So anyway, make sure that you're waking up to something beautiful and make that the focal point of your room. It could be an artwork, it could be out your window, whatever it may be. Make sure you are waking up and seeing something beautiful. But this whole inspiration point in every room is really interesting. So 
I find my dressing room very visually appealing. For me, it represents organisation, a life well lived. You know, we all have like beautiful clothes to go to places that we want to live our lives to do as we please and I love to walk in there and see that and I have this light hanging in the middle and a really large mirror and whenever I see that room I just feel really really happy I'm sure that when the estate agents come around my house next week to value it they'll be like oh you've got rid of a bedroom this is going to devalue it but I disagree because I think it's a fucking delight and anyone that doesn't see that this is not the house for them In my hallway, as I said, I have a framed £50 note on the wall. That is like my inspirational point. Um, But sometimes it doesn't have to be something that you consider inspirational as such. It could be like the focal point of the room. What is the purpose of the room? How do you, what is your intention for the space? How do you want to enjoy this room? So my living room, when I first had my house all done, I had like wooden floors put throughout. It was very sort of clear. And I very quickly realised that Although that was lovely, I would not be able to enjoy the room the way that I wanted to with the house like that. So I literally straight away went out and bought this huge rug that was very easily hooverable because I hate those really, really thick pile ones that you can't ever fucking hoover. Like I bought this really big rug and I was like, right, my intention for this room and I had a, a corner with all these beautiful wicker baskets that had all the children's toys in. Like, yes, I could have been like, I want this to be minimalist and stark and I want the toys away in a toy room or somewhere else. I mean, if I had a fucking toy room somewhere else and, you know, I want it all to be like bare floors. But that's not how I want to use that room. That's not how I want to live my life in that room. That room is a family room. It's for me and my children to enjoy together, for them to run around playing, for me to sit on the floor with them in comfort and spend quality time with them. And so the focus of that room, when you go in there, you see a big comfortable sofa, big enough for 500 children. You see a TV on the wall and you see a couple of baskets filled with toys and things for the children to play with, with a big fluffy rug on the floor that we can all sit on and spend time together. So it's figuring out what is not only inspirational for you, but also what is the intention for that room? How do you want to enjoy that space? So what do you need to do? What do you need to get rid of? What do you need to move? What do you need to add to create that space? It may be that, and I mean, I'm speaking from personal experience here, that you never use your dining table and you never sit down as a family to eat together because your dining table is full of clutter and that you end up finding yourselves eating at separate times, maybe eating at the work. This is what me and Bo do all the time is we sit and eat at the worktop all the time, like at the kitchen counter. Um, or worse still, that you go and eat like on the sofa whilst watching TV. It ain't good vibes. And so what would you need to do to remedy that? Well, you'd need to look at your dining table and be like, why are we not using it? For me personally, I know it's because at the moment I'm keeping all of my necklace um, stock on my dining table. It's literally like a little mini warehouse. But I know that that will be going in the next week or so. I have got a new warehouse taking care of it and I'm very, very excited about it. Um, But also not only that, my dining table is glass. And I didn't think about this before buying it, but... It really is fucking with my life because I don't enjoy sitting at a glass table. It's cold. It's smeary all the time, especially with three children. And so I just find myself genuinely not using it. So look at the things that you need to get rid of. I can't bring myself to get rid of that beautiful table. It's so beautiful, but we just don't use it. 
maybe that will change when I get rid of the stuff. Who knows? Um, What do you need to change? What do you need to move? What do you need to add or take away to create the space that you want to use the room for? So every room and every house has an energy. Everything does, as we all fucking have an energy. And you may go somewhere and be like, oh, I don't like the vibe here. I don't I don't like the, you know, it might just feel uninviting or unwelcoming. And likewise, you can go somewhere else and be like, I don't ever want to leave. I remember once going to stay at my friend John's apartment. We went out to Australia and went to see him. And he just had this quite ordinary, like small apartment, but he just had this double door that just opened out onto a little balcony. And we just sat on the sofa in like dappled shade but with the doors open, so you felt like you were inside, outside. And I just remember sitting there thinking, I could quite happily die here. Like, I just felt so happy. And I feel that way as well in my flat in London. My sofa is right by the bifold doors. And I would literally sit there and just think, I feel really happy here. Like, I love it. I feel like I'm inside. I feel like I'm outside. I know I'm in London. Like, I just fucking love it. Likewise, you can go. I went to my friend who shall remain nameless. I went to her house once with my ex-husband and we had like a night there. We had like dinner and stuff, like basically like a night in. Children went to bed and we just had a night in. They just had the brightest fucking lights on, no music and just no atmosphere whatsoever. And it just didn't feel like a nice cozy night in at all. It felt like I was sitting in McDonald's. And in fact, isn't that like a whole thing? Like McDonald's, the reason they have really bright lighting and stuff and they're quite like, they're not really warm is because they want a high turnover of people. They don't want people to settle there for too long or feel comfortable there for too long. They kind of want people to sit, eat and then get the fuck out. So if you are feeling like a space is not instantly cozy, inviting, welcoming, there's several things you can do to change the energy of a room instantly. The first thing like we just discussed, is lighting. Overhead lighting, it ain't nobody's friend, especially if you're taking pictures. You can add so much depth and warmth just from using alternative light sources, candles, um, side lamps, table lamps, floor lamps, any kind of fucking lamp. The second is aroma. You will know that feeling of when you've got a clean house and you light a scented candle and you sit down and you're like, fuck me this is the life this is the goddamn life so a scented candle um, a diffuser I'm a massive fan of a diffuser with essential oils these are great ways to literally change the energy of the room the next thing is sound Um, a completely silent room is not really fun it's not for me I have an Alexa downstairs and I have it on most of the time I don't like there just to be complete silence in the house I also once took my um my American cousin with my mum to this restaurant that was like close to her. Not only were we the only table in there, they did not have any fucking music on. It was like being in a morgue and it was horrible. It was really horrible. So if you don't want music on, you could even have like chimes or a water feature. So whenever I see water feature mentioned in um, like feng shui stuff, because they do talk about it quite a lot. I always just think like mid-90s changing rooms vibes and is there really any such thing as a cool water feature? This is going to be our mission this week. Send me on Instagram if you're not following me already. I'm at Law of Attraction Changed My Life or Francesca Amber. Send me any cool water features that you can find that are not naff. And I'm talking about indoor water features or outdoor, but mostly indoor. 
see if we can find any cool ones and all the really good ones i will repost them and we can all live our best lives with an amazing water feature plants are a great way to change the energy of a room they represent life energy and growth and also mirrors mirrors have the ability to double the energy of whatever they are reflecting so make sure that they are positioned well they're not reflecting i don't know like a fucking toilet or a load of clutter um but they will double the energy of something good if you are reflecting it Okay, let's start with the bedroom. This is the most private area of your home. I fucking hate it when my daughter has children round and I'm like, there's one rule. There's one goddamn rule. They're not allowed in my bedroom. And then before you know it, they're jumping all over my bed. I mean, it's not my bed anymore. It's the girls. But I used to hate that. It's like, don't go in my bedroom. It's just a very private place, isn't it? It's like my one sanctuary that I no longer have. Make sure that your bed, this may sound really obvious, but you have a comfortable bed. A comfortable bed. If you've lived a period of your life without a comfortable bed, I did when I was married for about a year and a half and I nearly like fucking did my back in, you will know that it really affects your daily life. Having good, decent bedding, a solid headboard made of one material, all of these things will make a huge difference. Like I said earlier, make sure you don't have anything under your bed because that will be uh, disrupting the flow of energy. It's always better to have a bed in the middle of the wall and never under a window. You're aiming for symmetry in a bedroom. Symmetry, symmetry, symmetry. So always try to make sure that you, if you have a bedside table on one side, you have it on both sides. If you have a a lamp on one side, you have it on both sides, etc, etc. When you're placing your bed, remember what is on the other side of the wall. It's not good to have your bed right next to a toilet or a sink because that is an energy drain. And also I can see how that's just not good vibes anyway. Like I said earlier, no electronics in the bedroom and just making sure that the airflow, the chi, is able to move around the bedroom freely. I don't know about you, but the bedrooms in my house are not the biggest. So avoiding big bulky furniture, making sure that you have rounded edges on furniture, things like that can really help. One thing to avoid in the bedroom is too much water and whether that be in artwork or reality, water is always moving and so it's too much energy. What we're trying to create in the bedroom is stillness and water, it's too much. Now, I did mention before having pairs um, in your bedroom, as many pairings as you can. So this is a lot to do with relationships and bringing love into your life. Whether you are already in a relationship or not, this will help you have a harmonious relationship if you are single it'll help you bring your soulmate into your life so whether you have crystals in your bedroom um, if you have pictures pillows um, chairs whatever it may be photo frames try and make sure that as many of them as possible are in pairs not in ones or threes so one means that you're going to be alone forever and die and threes mean that there will be an outside influence in your relationship so things in pairs that is what you're aiming for Also, if you are having any kind of artwork in your room, try and make it something that represents love. Maybe I'll do this as a little request as well on Instagram. If you can find any amazing artwork, maybe it could be a heart-shaped mirror or um, I don't know what, like anything that isn't naff. Could you find artwork that represents love? Um, I remember reading in The Secret about this, the original, original, original secret about how a man was like an artist and all of his pictures were like of a woman on their own, like turning away or like with her back to the, um, well, I was going to say the camera, but he was a painter. Like he was painting her with her back to it. And 
he was like, I'm single, I can't find love. And Rhonda Byrne said to him, you need to start painting images of women looking towards you, smiling, being happy, or two people together, a man and a woman together. And he did. And guess what? That bitch found love. Now, this is interesting. Something to avoid in the bedroom for relationships is self-help books. You better believe I had an entire bookcase of self-help books. I had all of my like self-improvement, all the books we do for the book club, everything in my fucking bedroom. I have now moved these to the dressing room and I do feel like they're better there. But how interesting that's something that you shouldn't have in your bedroom. In fact, you shouldn't have any books at all, nor should you have too much white or too many metal objects. So on the Bagua, you can find your love corner in any room, in any home, and you can clear that space with intention. So you are making room for someone to come into your life. I've talked about this before, about really doing physical actions, but with a real spiritual intention. So when I've done this in the past, it's had huge, huge effects. Like, so at the moment, I am going to see, I've got a second viewing on a house in about an hour. And if I decide... I really fucking want this house. I will start to do intentional actions. So I'll start to sell some items. I will start to declutter. I will start to actually really start to simplify things like maybe go through my loft space, get someone to go up there and clear out all the shit. Because all of these actions, if you do them with intention, they will have massive repercussions in your reality. So if we move on to Korea, this is the front central portion of your house. So if you imagine you going into your house, it is the front half of your house, the middle third. Um, But this can also be like your hallway, your main entrance way. And this has um, a bearing on like your business, your career and your life path in general. So some tips for this area are to have black or dark colours. Um, also water elements or a water feature. Again, with the fucking water feature, they do love a water feature. It's great to have a water feature in this area, but only if the flow is going towards your home and not flowing away from your home. You don't want the energy to flow out of your front door. You don't want the opportunities to flow out your front door. You want that shit to come towards you. Some things to avoid are earth tones. Well, I'm fucked because my entire house is in earth tones. Um, Earth objects. So I read that as no plants, don't have any plants. I mean, I'm going to have to read into that a little bit more. And randomly, no square objects. This is a great area, though, to have inspirational items. So my framed 50 pound note is in the perfect place. And it's a great place to have a career vision board as well. And this doesn't have to be visible to other people. You could have it inside a cupboard or I don't know. You do what you got to do. And finally, health. Now, this area is in the kitchen. It's ideal to decorate this area in the colours of nature. So this could be greens, browns, blues or earth tones, but definitely not fire or metal tones. So that got me thinking. That means grey, right? Because so many people have their house decorated in grey these days. That would that be bad to have your kitchen grey because that's a metal tone? Or could grey be perceived as a nature tone? I don't fucking know. For health, it's so important to let in as much natural light as possible. And this is like a no brainer. Of course, the more natural light you have, the happier you're going to be, the healthier you're going to be. So make sure that you don't have heavy drapery up or things that are obstructing the view of your window or the light from your window and open up to let as much light in as possible. It's really important to add plant energy for health. 
This is one of the best feng shui cures for poor health. Um, But the plants that you choose should have rounded leaves and not be spiky. Now, there is a, um, what do you call it, an exception to this. You can have spiky plants like a cactus or a cacti, um, but only in your fame area. So again, if you look at the bagua um, thing, do you know what? I'm going to put it on my Instagram as well. So you can find it there if you can't be bothered to Google it or whatever. Um, You can only have spiky cacti type plants in your fame area. And apparently, fun fact, the worst thing to have in your home is a spiral staircase. So if you've got one of those, rip it the fuck out. So I did add even more than this, but do you know what? The last thing that I was going to talk about was making a wealth bowl, which I'm very, very excited about because I do like to do a physical action with a real intention. But this is already at half an hour. So I think I'm going to give this the time and space it deserves and do this in another couple of episodes time about how to make a feng shui wealth bowl. And I'm very fucking excited about it. Also, I've realized that the the wealth area in my house in my overall house and also in my dressing room is this little fucking cubby hole that is cluttered it's where all my shit goes it is just pure stagnant stale energy so I'm going to clear that area out with intention and I'm going to create this wealth bowl and by the time I record this in a week or two's time I'm going to have some results for you so get excited for that and that's all she's got today on her feng shui um If you would like to join me for more about manifesting wealth into your life, I have a whole Wiring Yourself for Wealth three-week Manifesting Money workshop and I'm super excited. Everyone's been loving it. We've already done week one. Today is the beginning of week two. So if you wanted to catch up, you can easily sign up at any time. Like after this three-week course ends, it's just going to be available as a replay. So you get to listen to everyone else's questions. You get to see everyone else's questions. You get to see the whole workshop. But if you want to interact with it live and ask questions and be a part of it, like in a lot more interactionally sort of way, um, then come and join me because we've only got two weeks left of it being live. So I will leave the link down below or you can find it on my website at francescaamber.com. I'd love for you to come and join me for that because fucking hell, week one, week one saw breakthroughs. I was crying and other people, we were just all crying basically. But people's money memories of their childhood and how they've grown up, it was it makes you realize you're not the only one obviously you're not but you're not the only one with these money blocks like so many people have these money memories that affect them for the rest of their lives and somebody that took part in the workshop messaged me after and said like or maybe she put it on the group I can't remember but she said she'd been doing the course with her husband and he had uncovered all of these money blocks and he's now actually changing his mindset with money just from this first week. So I'm very proud of this course. I'm very, very proud of what it's achieved so far just in week one. We've also been doing EFT tapping in it. If you want to come and join it, come and join it. I'd be happy to see you. Um, The book club, we are almost at the end of January. We are doing um, Good Vibes, Good Life by Vex King. That starts on the 1st of February. So if you want to join up to that, make sure you buy the book in time for it to be here for the 1st of Feb and you can join and we're going to do that, which I'm very excited about. Um, I think that's all I've got to tell you. I will see you bitches next week. The law of attraction changed my life. It's going to change yours too. Bye. 
What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands, or maybe you're a crafter. And you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go. Or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30-day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 